everyone. My name is Julia Hushett. Welcome to episode 55 of the Single Mother Survival Guide podcast. Now, I'm afraid that I'm a little bit sick, so I'm not going to do a very big introduction. I'm going to go straight into today's episode, which was really fun to record and it was just me and two of my single mum friends getting together and having a little bit of a chat with some tea. So it was lovely. I had a few things noted down that we could talk about, but the conversation just flowed really freely and I hope you guys enjoy listening to our little chat. Let's get into it. Okay, on the show with me today, I have Nadia Mori and Lindsay Bramble, who have both been on my podcast before. Thank you so much, guys. Nadia was episode 21 and Lindsay was episode 50. They are both from my online local single mums group. And we thought it would just be fun to get together and have a little chat about secret single mums business. <laughs> <laughs> Because our life is really that interesting. It is, it is. But, you know, we all have a very similar background with our exes as well. So I think we can all relate quite well Mm. with each other in terms of our history and also our experiences with dealing with our exes now, which can be a little bit of a challenge sometimes. Um, So let's just chat. I'd love to hear about what you guys have been up to this week. Do you want to start Nadia? Cause you've got some exciting news. Me? Yes, I have. I've got a new job and so exciting. it's a really big week for me actually. Cause I, because the thing is like a year and a half ago, I actually remember thinking, right, what do I want to do? I'm going to be a copywriter. So I did Adma creative school and now I am actually going to be a full-time copywriter. I've been doing my own like, stuff on the side of my part-time job for the last year and a half. And now I've got a job as a copywriter for Qantas. This is so amazing. Three days a week. And then I'll still do my own business for the rest of the time. So what was your, what's your business? Copywriting. So as I well. do, yeah, I'm so a content okay. copywriter. Perfect. So I write about everything. So did you say you, you went to school to do copywriting as well, or you'd already had a background in that? So I've always worked in, like in a creative agency yeah. um, in advertising, but I used to be an account manager. Okay. Um, and then I had a baby, and obviously all dreams of being copyright went out the window for a while. <laughs> um, and, then I went down, and then I became the office manager because I wanted to go down to three days a week. Yeah. And then I was just in my dark period of... Not yeah. being able to focus on anything apart from getting through the day without getting shouted at. Yeah, um, we've all been there. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then when I removed that part of my life, um, I was like, right, come on, Nadia, you've got to do this. You've, all, you've spoken about being a copywriter for so long now. So I did Adma Creative School, which is like a six-week course that you do um, in the evenings. Yep, And okay. uh, you learn how to conceptualise and come up with ideas and things like that. So I realised, yes, okay, I could do this. But then I knew that I didn't, I couldn't become a full-time copywriter because to become a copywriter in an advertising agency, I'd have to take a pay cut plus work 12-hour days, which obviously when you're a single mum is completely impossible. Yeah. Um, so I set up on my own, on the side. I was very fortunate because I have connections, obviously, so I got work through friends. Mm. And then, yeah, I've just built this business and now... I've actually got a job three days a week as a copywriter. That would be a great job as a single mum because when you're working on it, your entire brain can work on it mm-hmm. because you, you need to, because it's creative, it's fun, it's playing with all of those sort of, you know, parts of your brain that, you, you know, I'm not worried about the washing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it consumes you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, I, I think, because with some of the stuff that I do, I love it when I, when I get in and I start working and then all of a sudden it's three hours later and I think, oh my goodness, I feel like I've actually A, accomplished something and B, yeah. it hasn't just been all-consuming, I'm a mum. Yeah. You know, and how do I survive with that? Yeah. I love having sort of the, the work that plays with your brain and, you know, it's so much more fun than accounting. I did an accounting subject last semester. Oh my God. I can't do anything finance. No. It actually freaks me out. I met a girl, a lady at swimming yesterday. I made a friend in my new area. I'm so excited. And she's, she was like, honestly, her story is so similar to mine. We were like, oh, my God, we need to be friends because we have so much in common. Sometimes you just click with people yeah. like that. You've got to hang on to them. Um, and she works in finance. 
for um, Toshiba, and I was like, I honestly, I don't know how you do it because I, yeah. if I stare at an Excel spreadsheet for longer than an hour, my brain actually hurts. It actually hurts. Yeah. And I can't, like, I've been, I've eyes. been doing my books for for three weeks, and I, yeah. I, I'm no. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> And it makes me anxious. Yeah. I get anxious with numbers. Yeah. Words, I'm fine. Numbers, I get anxiety. See, I love numbers, but I've got an engineering background. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, it's a spreadsheet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. such a nerd. But your, your, your brain will work because they're, they're, they're one or the other. Yeah. Like some, some people say that they're connected. You know, you can do both, but I don't think, I don't. It's, I, mean, I find it, I yeah, I find it even when I'm trying to write, like blog, I can't be, I have to be very separate. Like I have to have half a day or a day if I'm doing spreadsheet stuff and then I can't sort of mix and match. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah, can't go no, from one yeah, hour, do this, and then I'll do a bit of writing. You need a recess for, yeah. the, for the brain. Yeah. 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 And sometimes it really takes me a while to get back in the groove if I've been thinking analytical stuff. And yeah. Numbers, yeah. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but I do – because you know how I used to be a mining engineer? Yeah. So I do mining work on the side as well from home. So I okay. do about – it, the guy that I work for is amazing, actually. And I used to work with him at a mine in Queensland. And he's got his own business. And he has his own sort of mining engineering consulting business. And he's got eight people that work for him. But he's really flat out at the moment. So he contacted me a few months ago. And he's like, can you help me out for a month? And I was like, sure. How much time is it going to take? Because I'm pretty busy as it is with my own stuff. And he was like, no, one to two days a week. And I was like, sure, as long as I can do it whenever I want. Yeah. Kind of thing. And he's like, that's fine. Anyway, I had a meeting with him on Tuesday last week and we're going to extend it for another three That's to six amazing. months. That's good. Yeah. But so it's hard for me to do like, I can't do engineering work um, and then write a blog yeah. post on yeah. like no. how to get empowered as a single mum. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in the same day, like yeah. I need to. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, it, ta- yeah, it takes, my, my dad's an accountant and I, I started actually looking at my books because another mum that I, I met a friend at daycare and she was actually an accountant. And so she was talking to me about the importance of it all and I'd been putting it off. So I, you know, got a bookkeeper and got an accountant and just handed everything across. I was like, don't tell me about it. Yeah. Just send me the end report and that's fine. And then I started looking at it and it's been six weeks of the most torture I've ever experienced in my life. I'd rather work, walk through hot coals. Yeah. Naked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in fact, I'd, I think I'd rather do the worm through coals than, than do accounting as a profession. I, yeah. It upsets me so many in so many ways because if something doesn't match. You have to go through everything. You have to go through every single thing. Yeah. And then your brain switches off halfway through and it still yeah. doesn't match. And then you've got to start again. Yeah. And you're like, I, I just, I don't want to do this. No. <laughs> and then you just get lost because you're like, oh my God, yeah. what number have I got wrong? And it's exactly. yeah, no, I can't, no. I can't do that. I don't work. You've got to get up and walk away. <laughs> but you can't actually leave. I can't leave. If I'm doing anything figures based, I cannot leave until the problem has been solved because once I get up and walk away, I've completely forgotten what I've done. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, like that moment where I used to get it when I was project when I was it's like project manager yeah. and I'd be working on like figures, some retainer thing or whatever. And I'd think I've got it. Yeah. So I'd feel really pleased with myself. I'd walk away I'd come back the next day and I'd be like, it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't add up. It added up yesterday. I don't understand. <laughs> That's why I just, I can't do figures. I don't yeah. like, never. No. But congratulations about the job. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's so good that you can have your business on the side and get a sort of no a sort of set income each week as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, I think I need like I never wanted to be fully on my own because I figured I would probably be the nutty lady that would like you do like a full face of makeup to go visit to go say hello to the dustman. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'll be like, hi. <laughs> Talk to me. Yeah, I need I need that buzz. So yeah. I kind of was looking. I just can't believe it. I keep pinching myself because I'm like, I've actually carved out the life. I, I set my mind on something and I've actually done it. This is amazing. Yeah. I feel very yeah. proud of myself. You know actually. what? I think you should be really proud of yourself. And I think it's kind of a bit of the X factor that single moms have because we have that extra motivation. Yeah. We're very kind of motivated. We're yeah. very inspired. And if we want to do something... We'll find a way. Yeah. And we kind of have to. Yeah. Because there's no one else to fall back on. Yeah. And you have to make it work. And I think when you're a single mum, you have to make it work around your family and your yeah. lifestyle. So there's something that's more important than anything else in your life. And that is obviously your child. So yeah. therefore, you have to carve your life 
around that child yeah, yeah. and make sure that it works. I, I think it, it, it's also, you need to do it for you, but there's also a part that you need to do, you need to do it to prove that you were right about the yeah. situation that you were in as well. Yeah. Because you need to, like I know we, we never did anything and then all of a sudden I've left and I'm, I'm doing all of these things and I'm like, I'm right. Because it wasn't just me as part of it. Yeah. Like it was the, the, the together yeah. and you telling me I couldn't do it was what yeah. was actually, you know, leading me down the direction of nothing. Holding you yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it's that, yeah, it's that you were wrong and I was right. And, and it's not in a malicious way. In, in any way, in, in any sort of sense. But for me, it's like, no, I'm, I'm just proving to myself that I could do this and I should do this and I will do yeah, this. Yeah, definitely. I don't know whether it's because, I don't know whether it's because I'm a mum or whether it's because we're just older now. But I feel, if I think of myself when I was like 28, I am so much more centred and I'm so much more secure in myself. Mm. And I think with everything, that's with your approach to everything, with your approach to your career, with your approach to money, with your approach to men, like mm. dating. Yeah. You know, I have a, um, a friend that's, she's 38 and she's, well, she should be, no, she's 40 now. And, you know, she's never met the right man. She's had a string of long relationships and they've all fallen through. But all she's ever wanted is a child. And I yeah. said to her the other day, and she's now split up with this other guy that she was you know lived with and she was thinking that this was going to be it they were going to start trying for babies next year and I'm like don't worry about the man just do it yourself if that's what you want then focus on that because obviously you're focusing on the fact that you want a family and therefore you're making all the wrong choices with the men because you're basically just hanging on to what to any man that's going to give you attention that you think you're going to get your baby with And you're not th- seeing it clearly. You're just grabbing onto the positives. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like settling. So many people do that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, love the one you're with and you want kids. Yeah. I've heard many people yeah. say that and I always think, oh, yeah. you know. Could you imagine being the other person on that if you hear that your partner has said that? Yeah. I just loved the one I was with because I wanted to have kids. Yeah. Like, but that's not... Because you don't want to raise kids in that environment anyway. Because you yeah. need a partner. Like yeah. you need somebody who has got your back that you yeah. can walk into the room and say, I've just accidentally hit the postman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah. Can you help me? And instead yeah. of them saying, well, that was not right. They go, yeah. okay, fine. Yeah. Do we need to call an ambulance? Do or? we need a body bag? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, like, what stage are you at? Yeah. And where can I come in and help? I've never hit a postman. <laughs> yeah, but you do. And I can't imagine. I mean, of course, I, I, I think, I, I think probably all three of us, but most women think that they have that when they go into, you know, the, the pregnancy stage and then having kids and it, and then it doesn't always work out like that. But I can't imagine going into it thinking, you're not the one that I really wanted. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it anyway. Yeah. Because somebody needs to help you bury the body. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is like Never hit a postman. <laughs> the postman just doesn't come to your house anymore. <laughs> now I know I just always see you at the post office. Yeah. No, she's there again. <laughs> anyway. That's so funny. That's oh my gosh. How's your week been, Lindsay? Um, it's been okay. My um my boys, you know the way you, you get through I actually put a post on this for from the 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 other um single mum's part that I'm on because you know the way you're on a routine and everything's awesome and you get home from day day, daycare and you're like okay we're gonna cook dinner and everyone's happy and then it's getting the bath and you get maybe one or two tantrums and that's it and then it all changes yeah so my youngest spent 20 minutes on the kitchen floor the other day because I I can't even remember what it was because I wouldn't let him have something before dinner or his brother looked at him the wrong way. In fact, it probably changed for that entire 20 minutes. Yeah. It's just been tantrum after tantrum after screaming after I'm going to smack you in the head. Yeah. After give me a cuddle. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Yeah. I just, it's been, 
it's the longest two and a half hours of my day. Yeah, for the last week, it's really funny. It's really funny. It's so true. I was like that with mine last week. I don't know where yeah. it came from. He just suddenly was like, like getting angry and like you know, we're doing this thing at the moment because he keeps like hitting me when yeah. he's having a tantrum. So I'm trying to teach him like not to hit. But I don't know where it was coming from. You know, yeah. normally he's a really happy, yeah. gay, lucky little boy, and then yeah, suddenly last week. Yeah, it's it's. There, I think there's a mixture, and I don't think it's necessarily anyone is to blame, but. One child does it at daycare. Like with my boys, they know that they are not to hit, but they will hit each other. But they know they can't hit anybody else. Or the postman. (laughs) That's mummy's job. (laughs) And you have to be behind the wheel of... Um, No, 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 no. Safe driver, don't take my licence. But but my my oldest knows not to hit and he won't do it. Um, But... My youngest, if somebody hits him, he goes and hits hits his brother. He, knows <laughs> he needs to let it out on he someone. Needs, he needs that release. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's one of those things of how do you explain it? And, and it's, it's not, they know they're not supposed to do it. Like we have this big house rule, like big poster that says, no, no hitting, no biting, all love and belonging. And it's all, it's all very hippie and cool. It'd yeah. be great if they could read it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's just, yeah, the last week has been absolutely doing my head in. It's yeah. crazy how you just don't know when things are going to change no. and everything can be going great. Yeah. And then just quickly, it On changes. And then yeah. just as quickly, it'll go back to yeah. normal. Yeah. You're like, yeah. It's yeah. so true. One day you're like, oh, my God, I'm nailing it. Yes. yes I'm such a great mum. This is great. Look at me. I'm so organised. Woohoo! Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah. I think it also depends on your mood as well because I, I learned yeah. that a few years ago. It's like it's always, and that's what I always try and say to my brother, it's how you react. Yeah. And sometimes when you're tired and you're just over it and you're just like, no, you cannot go and say goodbye to your fake turtle one more time. Yes. <laughs> and you think, and then it's like, obviously, then causes this massive, yeah. like, Mah! and you think, why did I, I not yeah. just say yes? Yeah. And normally when you have the patience, you'll be like, okay, one more time and that's it. Yeah. Especially when it goes on for like an hour and you're like, yeah. I wish I could just go back, but you're like, no, now yeah. I've got to stand now I'm first. Yeah. Yeah. I had this last night, yeah. last night. He wanted to read his story. He's like, I've got an electronic storybook. Oh, yeah. No, and he wanted, no, sorry. He found, a, um, it's not an iPad. I don't know. It's my mum and dad's. They've got it in the house. I don't even know what it is. It's got no battery in it. He found it the other day. And then last night, just before bed, he obviously decided that he wanted to go and get it from downstairs and bring it up to his bedroom. And I said, no. And he went, right, well, I'm going to throw this then, his electronic like storybook. Yeah. And I said, if you throw that, you're not getting a bedtime story. So he went, I went, right, that's it. You're not getting a bedtime story. So we had like tears. And then, you know, I said, that's fine. I'm going to leave you. And he went under his little table in his room. I said, I'm going to leave you in here. I'm going to go and put the washing away. When you've decided you want to behave, I'll come back. And then, you know, and then he was all like sweet and lovely. And then he was like, so can I get a bedtime story? And I said, no, No. I told you if you threw it. And then obviously then that. Yep. develops another tantrum and you know when you're thinking oh am I being too hard yeah, yeah. Like, but on the other hand you you're like story. going I cannot go back on my word no, now I can't no. go back on it yeah. I've said no I take stories away and then they say I'm sorry I'm like I'm, I'm so thankful that you apologized and I yeah. love you to bits but the answer is no yeah. yeah so you know we'll sit here through yeah. it the other thing I've got is the toy fairy <laughs> oh the toy fairy That's and one, one day I don't does know the toy fairy take toys away the toy fairy takes toys away that haven't been picked up Toys oh, that's that good. That's thrown. a good way of doing it because oh, I just do it. I'm like yeah. evil mummy. So, well, okay, <laughs> put them all in the bed. The toy, the toy fairy, the toy fairy goes around after dinner at, to everybody's house and just checks the front door. And if any anyone's lost their toys and they're sitting at the front door, then they take them oh. and they don't get them back. So we're really lucky because we live on the third floor and the boys know this, that the toy fairy is sometimes a bit lazy. <laughs> so sometimes if they're good, the toy fairy will decide to leave it. Yeah. But the toy fairy works really well and I don't know how it happened, but during summer, a little bug like a, with little green wings that actually looked like a fairy was flying around their bedroom while we were having this argument and they thought that it was in there just to spy on it. Oh, my gosh, that's so brilliant. they all sat nicely and, you know, now every time we talk about the toy fairy, they're looking for it. That is so, so good. good. 
is awesome. I love it. I love the toy fairy. Yeah. Okay, so when that toys are left around the house and they don't, so so sometimes you just leave toys around the house because sometimes you, after three days you realise that you yeah like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if if I if I start with a clean week, yeah. they have to pick the toys up, and if they don't pick the toys up, then I just put them in a box and put them out outside the front door. And, and then, then what do you do with then them? Then after dinner, if they've been good during dinner, then I will pretend that I've got a message from the toy fairy and asking if they should collect them and I'll say no and they can get them back. Otherwise, ah. if I get a chance to actually hide them from the front door <laughs> and they haven't been behaving themselves, then I say no, she's got them. They always come back, of course, but they okay. didn't realise yeah. that. So, yeah, this is a great It worked idea. really well once. I said the toy fairy's got that and they'd turn their back for a second and I... I moved it and then a couple of hours later they again weren't looking and I put it back (laughs) (laughs) oh wow god I love what we go through I know we're like super spies it needs to be a consequence yes it needs to also not be like a completely harsh consequence at the same time but there does need to be a you know, a, a consequence to what, to, to what happens. Yeah. And it's just so difficult to maintain that because I have to say to my youngest, you know, I, I'm, I'm really sorry, but I've got to win this one, mate. You've got to give it to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> he'll be going It's off. battle of the will. It is. And he, like my oldest is really good. He goes, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you, can, you can have it, mum, you know, and just, just gets over it. But my youngest is just, I can't wait to the phone calls from the teachers at school. Because they'll be entertaining because they won't be happening to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be like, I'm feeling your pain. Yeah. Work out the solution to that. Go for it. Yeah. Good luck. Or let me know. Yeah. Um, we'll both do it. But, but yeah, he's, he just, and he just puts his, puts his feet down and he puts his, digs his heels in and goes, I'm not, I'm not leaving this room until you give me a story or until you do what you said you were going to do. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I have to turn the lights out and just walk out. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. hard. I've asked nicely if you can just give, let mummy win this. Just let mummy win this. Yeah. Sometimes he, he, once he went to me, okay, mum. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, the attitude? So much attitude. I'm like, oh my god, what are you gonna be like when you're 14? I know. I'm you, really dreading that. Have you had anyone say to me? I had a, a friend come over and she said to me, "You know the way you always say your boys are really cheeky." I said yes, and she said, "I think you need to look at yourself for that." Yeah. <laughs> and I, went, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> she went, "Oh, I just, I, I, <laughs> I <didn't like> <laughs> thanks." <laughs> I'm perfectly aware that I've created this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do not remind me. Oh, no. Yeah. You know what, though? I think we're all very strong women and we're going to raise strong children. And even though it's hard now, like really hard, they're going to be amazing adults. Yes. So it's going to be worth it in the end. That's that's the whole point. I just just want when, when the boys are, you know, 20s and 30s, that there's no question where they are for Christmas. Like that's my, that's my thing of, you know, well, we'll we'll be, we'll we'll be at mum's. And who's bringing the turkey? What happens when they get a girlfriend, though? Well, then mm. they can bring their family over. <laughs> it's all inclusive. I don't have a problem with that. But I do. I they might. That whole, you know, you want your, even if they have to sort of, oh, God, that's going to be a conversation, isn't it? I know. <sighs> my mum always says that because in my family, so I've got two brothers older than me. And we're really close to my middle brother because we get on really like well with his wife, and yeah. she loves us. Are and, they the ones know, that live around? Yeah. yeah, she like you know, she's moved over here. Her family are in the UK, but she's all about family. Yeah. But my eldest one, my mu- and his wife, she's slightly difficult, mm. and hopefully she's not going to be listening to. Yeah, this. you won't be telling won't be telling the family about this one. <laughs> yeah, and, um, she's yeah, and uh, she's yeah. I'm going to be diplomatic. She's slightly difficult and we don't really get on with her and yeah. she certainly does not get on with my mum. And so we now hardly see my brother and my mum, you know... That's sad. She's, I know. But she says, she always says to me, because I say, oh, my son said to me the other day, oh, I'm never going to stop hugging you, mummy. I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to stop hugging you. Yeah. 
um, um, she, used to, she used to say to me, yeah, but my boys used to say that to me, you know. I don't Even my right son now. used to say, I'm never going to stop loving you, mummy. I'm never oh. going to leave you. And then she's like, and now look at it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. When a woman comes along, hopefully she's a good egg. My oldest is, um, has already decided he's going to be a doctor to look after me in my old age. Oh, that's lovely. And I'm like, cool, because uh-huh. I don't have a healthy child. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I've got that covered. That's, oh, isn't that yeah. so adorable? I, think it's really I don't know. I don't know. I'm just guessing in the, in the fantasy world, but as a single parent, yeah. I think when your, your kids will pick partners, they will just be inclusive and it will be something that you will probably either you would be more welcoming, you know, to these partners because you know that they're a part of your child's life and you want to have a relationship with them. Yeah. Or they will pick a good egg. Mm. Because, I mean, they're going to have a lot more discerning under, discerning taste when it comes to people and relationships because they have learnt it from us on what is good and what is bad mm. in terms of a relationship and, you know, understanding and respectfulness and all of those things. Absolutely. That's kind of my hope. I hope so too. So don't kill my Christmas fantasy. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Because that's all I've got. Yes. <laughs> no, I think, you know, especially boys, I think boys of single mums mm. really grow up to be great men. And all the adult men that I've met who have been raised by single yeah. mums are just the most beautiful men. Yeah. And they are really close to their mothers, but yeah. not in a creepy, like, yeah. no, you know, no. you don't want them to be, like, living in your pockets. But, yeah. like, no, they're really, really lovely men, sympathetic, really empathetic. Yeah. And just... Beautiful people. Yeah, yeah. just get And it. capable. Yeah. Really, and domesticated. Yeah. yeah. I just think just capable. It's really annoyed me this past few weeks, right? And again, I'm not going to tell my family about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because I love, and it's, it's not like I love my brother dearly, okay? But his wife went to the UK for two weeks. Is this the other one again? The middle one. Oh, the middle this one. is yeah. the one we're really close to. Yeah. And his wife went away for two weeks. So my mum has like literally spent the last two weeks at his house. Stop and it. then brought his younger child down to her, her like their house for the weekend. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, but he's their father. Why, you know, like he yeah. just has to deal with it. Oh, you know, he worked so hard. He's got bad back. And I'm like, but he has to deal with it. Yeah. Like, why is this your job? Why is everyone mollycoddling? So me? many people do that. Even like when there's yeah, the um, separated parents. parents. Yeah. And the, the dad has the kids. Yeah. yeah. They can't handle it. And they like hang out with their family for the whole yeah. weekend. Yeah. Because they can't look after the children yeah. by themselves. Why? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is my, exa- this is my whole point. I'm yeah. like, but I used to do it. Yeah. Like I used to work. I used to do the, like yeah. when I lived on my own and nobody helped me and I didn't ever moan about it. Yes, but it was overwhelming think, sometimes. But, but do you think that it is that they're not capable or no. that people think yeah. they're not capable because they're men? I think it's exactly Which is a that. big problem. Like, and they kind of play to it. Yeah. They're like, well, well yeah. why not? Yeah. My friend's husband said he took the kids, the boys down to the park on a Saturday morning and he said, he came back and he was like, oh my God, I feel like God. Because literally, he was like, about 10 old women came up to him. Oh, my God. You're doing such a fabulous job. Look at you. Oh, my God. You're so wonderful. What a great father. And my friend's like, well, I never get that. I've always got two boys with me. It's it's society. It is. is. As soon as it's the guy, everyone's like, oh, wow. What a hero. That's amazing. He's got two kids all by himself. So true. Yes. It's so true. It really gets my goat. So yeah. that's the other thing that I'm, yeah. But it's, I don't think, I, I think this is a process of, you know, it's at least 50 years down the track before yeah. that will change. Because we're still having these conversations about the difference between men and women and mothers and fathers. And, yeah. okay, so in a lot of cases of single parents, you've got your, your week on and your week off, like all of that shared care. But, but the distinction is still there, you mm. know, because... When a father has their, their child for a week, everyone's like, oh, wow, you know, that's really fantastic. Yeah. Whereas it's not the same. <laughs> it's just accepted. No, yeah. it's not. You know, and, and there's so much of a derogatory view of being a single mother, but yeah. not the same as being a single father. Not mm. at all. In fact, you know, generally everyone's like, well, single fathers, that means that they can look after people and that they're really good and they're a catch. Yeah. Like, well, hang on a second. How do they get to that situation? That's what I think. Really that's excited? what I always think, yeah. Like, you know, there's, there's always two sides to that coin. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but I just find it really odd because in my area there's not a lot of single mums at all. Yeah. In fact, I'm 
one of two that I know in my entire area of, um, of the daycare and all of that kind of stuff. And it's, it's funny, the differences that I feel like I, I get treated when I'm talking to, to mums and the dads as well. Really? Yeah. It's just really... How do the mums treat you? Oh, there's a lot of smoke blowing. Oh, your kids are so wonderful. Oh, you're doing such a great job. But I'm like, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. And personally, I'm like, well, I don't understand. How do you mean? How do I do it? I just do it. Like, Everyone always says that. And why do you expect yeah. that it's a good thing that it's amazing that my kids are wonderful? If they were little rat bags, what would you say? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. all right. You know, it's really hard. So therefore, yeah. they're allowed to behave like that. Yeah. Because they don't have a dad at home. Like, I don't, I don't get where it's coming from. And I know it's not in a malicious statement but and it never bothered me before people saying oh, I'm a single mom for a week because my partner's away for two weeks but now every now and then somebody will say something and I'm like oh, okay yeah I yeah. yeah like it I, I never had a problem with it but it's just that my oh, hats off to you it's yeah. just you're just amazing <laughs> Like, really? Yeah. Because they had a chocolate croissant for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that if I was married, you would judge that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so don't, you know, don't throw me a line. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, fathers, fathers are just a bit different, you know. Yeah. They're not a lot of conversations. One of them, because my oldest is a hugger. Aww. He's gorgeous. He's just, he's really he's, sweet. yeah, he has to hug everybody. And there's this little girl. That he adores it every time they see each other. Like they'll be walking opposite sides across the street, and my oldest will just, you know, Mum, I'll be, be right back. Oh, just gotta so go. Cute. Just gotta go give her a cuddle. And he said to me, "You and I are gonna have a conversation when he's 15." And I was like, "15? <laughs> try 10." <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to see you try and not have an awkward conversation with the mother. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> and then he got, oh, that's all a good point. <laughs> Conversation 15. Like, mm. <laughs> completely different conversation. You should have had it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. No. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I just find it, I find it weird the way people treat the, you know, the males and the females differently in these situations. Yeah. But I don't think that it's, I think the conversation is now just starting to happen. And mm. so therefore the change is our kids' generation. Yeah. I do. I do feel like, and it, I had this conversation with my boss the other day. I mean, she's amazing. I don't know how she does it. She's an MD. She works full time. She has done since she's got two boys. So her um, husband like stayed at home and looked after them while she went to work. But even she still. Well, there you go. That's how she did no, it. No, <laughs> no, no. But she still, you say that, right? But she's got a full on job. So she's MD yeah. of an advertising agency. But she's still the one that like prints off the forms for school. She because I'm REA, so I have to yeah. very often print them and scan them back to her. She's still the one that gets the conversations. Yeah. And I say to her, something, I don't know how you do it. She's like, well, my kids have like you know my kids have got behavioural problems, and you can just see. But it's up to her to sort it. So yeah. if she gets a call from her school to say that her son's been misbehaving. She sorts it and she's like, I put that on myself because I know that if I leave it to my husband, he'll just get angry yeah. and he'll just escalate the issue. He won't sit down and talk to him. So she's the one that still has to... So she's still got to do both. She's still got to be like yeah. the mum and lead the household, but she's also got this like really high-powered job that she has to work. You know what, though? I think for. there's loads of single mums that do that too. Yeah. yeah. And I think no matter what everyone's scenario is, that's their normal. Yeah. And they yeah. just figure out a way to yeah. get it done. I think, in, I think in some situations it's even easier to be a single mum yeah. when, when you're dealing yeah. with yeah. that because she would also need to manage, yeah. manage the husband yeah. on... And how annoying would that be? you can't be involved yeah. because like, you can't handle it. Yeah. But... And the, then they'd yeah, probably have yeah. arguments about that. Yeah, because yeah. he, he would want to be a part of it, yeah. you know, to a certain extent. And you have so to say true. no because you're making it worse and to yeah. try and... So there are, there are major benefits in that respect to being a single parent because mm. just, yeah. your focus is looking after your children and not having to pamper to anybody else. You don't have to think about anyone. You don't have to ask anyone yeah. else. You don't have to talk through any... I... I Sing, being that's what everyone says to me oh my god like you don't I can't believe you're a single mum you don't well, my friend actually said it to me the other day she was like when I think of a single mum you do not meet any of that yeah see that's the and thing though what does she think what does she think yeah. yeah. struggling recently as well yeah, and like, I was like what 
Yeah. yeah. But it's basically struggling. Like, so when she sees, when she thinks of single mum, she thinks of someone that's struggling, that's probably a failure in life. Yeah. Like not <laughs> got it together, together. You know, like um, probably can't cope. But obviously, I'm not. I'm, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah, I guess you're right. It's the way people per- yeah. like perceive it. Because half the time from? we're not. Because we are yeah. together. Like you have to be together. Because it yeah. just it just does. I don't understand where it comes from. Because yeah. even in even in sort of recent popular culture, there is no single parent that's perceived like that. In any, no, but any it's still people. I think it comes the from idea of it. because there's still people that have these really warped opinions yeah. in the government. And then they send oh, these messages yeah. in the media. Remember that guy in WA? I think it was, was it last year or this year? No, it was this year. And he said something about how single mums are all fat and lazy. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, and like just little messages like that. Yeah. It gets imprinted in people's heads. Yeah. You yeah. know, and there's this um, political commentator in the US. I think her name's Anne Coulter or something. And I was listening to something she was speaking on some talk show the other day. And she was talking about how children being raised by a single parent it's that's worse for them than smoking <gasps> like it was outrageous i was fuming oh, i was like that, it's just clickbait just i mean ridiculous. yeah and then the other day i was watching television at night and it was like the melbourne comedy show or something and this guy was standing there i don't know if you guys saw it on instagram i put a little snippet of it because i filmed it i'm like it's not very good quality but this guy was talking he was the host of the show he was kind of trying to pay himself out, but in the process was so insulting to single moms. He said, um, oh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but something about, oh, you know, I did this show the other night and um, there was like no one there or something. They were all at the strip club. And I just thought to myself... Oh, and he called a single mum a stripper. Yeah, he goes, yeah. I just thought to myself, oh, great. They'd rather be at a strip club seeing a 21-year-old single mum trying to get herself through yeah. TAFE by getting her vagina out. And I thought, right, that's it. In that one sentence, yeah. he summed yeah. up that we're all really young. Yeah. Like we're 21. Yeah. yeah. We're willing to get paid for sex. Yeah. And that we're uneducated because what, we can't even, we're yeah. not smart enough for university. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with TAFE. Because we fell pregnant why, in high school by yeah. the jock. It's yeah. like America, there are no jocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, I just thought, you know, yeah. he's trying to be funny and everything, but I just thought those little things, it's the little things like that that people say yeah. that just get stuck in people's heads. Yeah. They do, they do actually. That is one thing that I think a lot of people attribute single moms to teenage moms, which yeah. is completely different. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, they're also single mums in a lot of respects, but, yeah. but there's also a lot of teenage mums that have an awful lot of family support you yeah. know, from the get-go if they choose to go down that path. Yeah. Women have decisions these days that they, and a lot of younger women wouldn't make that as a decision. No. It's no. unconscious bias, but, that, yeah. that's cause, but it happens throughout society for everyone. And it's just those little snippets that until you, re- until you notice it, yeah. You don't, you don't notice it, if that no. makes sense. So it's like anything. It's like... Um, it's funny it's until, like it, subtle until sexism. it's not funny to you. Yeah, yeah, until you notice that actually that is really insulting yeah. to me yeah. as a sex, me as a person. Until you notice it, you don't realise it's happening. It happens in the media. Like, yeah. if you notice it, I always notice it with them when they report about, you know, terrorist attacks. And it's always, if it's a Muslim, they will always say yeah. a Muslim man. Yes. yeah. Whereas if it's just a white man, they would never say a, a white, white Catholic man. man. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? And until you notice it, so that, as, yeah. so that you, they build fear, I think it's really important for everyone to start noticing it and then we'll see the change. But is it, that, then that's another thing. Is, does the changes need to actually happen or do we just need to... I don't necessarily think accept it, but... I think you need to call it out. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, it does need to be called out. But what mm. what are we aiming for then? A society that therefore that there's there's no jokes. Not that I, I mean I'm all for it, but I just don't know what what we want the end game to be because that level of respectfulness that you really do want the end game to be, I can't see humanity reaching. Mm. Like I think that there's always going to be be because only because media in itself basically is born out of marketing and out of PR, you know, trying to sell something. Well, there always has to be a bad guy. It's mm. like watching a movie. There needs to be a plot and a, a storyline involved. So there is always going to be something in the media that we're not, that, that we're victimising, you know, one group of people because that's, that's the environment that's been created. 
mm. you know, through earlier. It's all about sales. It's all about sales and image. That's what this entire world of humanity that we're up for, you know, is all about. And it's starting to change slowly, but I'm not quite sure where we're going, like how we're going to get there. Mean. The problem is, it's like the whole thing of, are we now too politically correct? Because yes. it's like, if you worry about everything, even when it's not meant like that. But I guess it's... But I, 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 think, I think that there's, there's arguments for both of it, though, because mm. you shouldn't yeah. be saying something that's so insulting to another human being. Yeah, my opinion is, if, you, if you're saying something that's really insulting, that's going to really hurt someone and really affect their self-esteem, like, I think if you're a new single mum, brand new... I don't know how you guys felt, but I felt totally ashamed because oh, of the yeah. stigma. I actually didn't. didn't I No, I always thought I've, I've got no qualms about becoming a single mum. But that's because my, I, like, I've got a very strong friend, and she's, as soon as she was, you know, she became a single mum a few years before me, and she was so strong about it. And so yeah. like, I was like, yeah. I can do this. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty just, capable. Yeah, that's that's good. And hopefully, yeah, yeah. will be that example yeah. for yeah. other single mums too. But if I had heard that when I was just a new single mum, like that would have really yeah. affected me. I would have got really upset about it. And I heard something similar when I had just become a single mum that said um, this guy, this some, some other guy in the US said something about how single mums should give up their kids for adoption. So they <gasps> I heard that. But you know, yeah. that's Ooh. probably some and guy. I cried. Like I yeah. literally cried about it for days. Not like the whole time, but I, it, yeah. when I remembered it, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I oh think what you have to realise is that someone somewhere is always going to make you feel bad. So yeah. it's like the whole working mum, stay-at-home yeah. mum argument. There's always going to be yeah. an opinion yeah. somewhere that it's going to... Yeah, like, yeah. I think that probably a lot of the single mum stigma has come from when, you know, we were a very religious society and it was all, you know, it was kind of deep... Like we were governed by the church and we were governed by men and it yeah. was all about how the family situation was, you know, the... the the wife, the husband, the children, and women can't cope without the man. And I think, that, but no, like, or, no, yeah, but, no, but I think it's, laughing. but that's what I mean. And I think that that's where it's come <laughs> from. Yeah. And it's come from this, you know, the idea that the male is the breadwinner, the woman is the stay at home. How can a woman survive without a man? Mm. And I yeah. think, you know, that's obviously come from like 50 years ago. But that's, that, that brings a great argument though, because that's 50 years ago, the male's a breadwinner, the, the woman is the stay at mm. home. And yet when the woman leaves, she also has to become the breadwinner because it's no longer yeah. as much the man's responsibility. Mm. I mean, you can bring in child support and the argument of how horrific that is at the moment in, in the system, but that's the argument. So if you choose to leave for the safety of your children or and not just in terms of, you know, a physical violence matter, but if the relationship is that unhappy and toxic, it's not a place to, yeah. you know, raise kids. No. Not so if you choose to leave for that reason, why are you therefore penalised that you have to take on everything and society expects you to? Mm. And sometimes, I mean, a lot of the times, especially in the early days, the women didn't choose to leave. They were no. left. Yeah. And then they had to become everything, you know. So, yeah. so where does that, where does that line? Yeah. How did it even start in the first place? Because generally you would have thought with everything else, so say if your husband had passed away, you people bring you baby goods. But if yeah. your husband leaves you, people avoid you like the plague. Yeah, but that was, I want my baby goods. Well, you think about it. Though, like, yeah, like, I want my lasagna yeah. delivered to my... Exactly. But you think about it, like, 50 years ago, <laughs> and I'm not going to punch the postman. Yeah. I think because if you think about it 50 years ago like nobody talked about domestic violence it was something that you know stayed oh, closed doors, doors. Yeah. and yeah. you know if you as a woman as a wife you stayed and you yeah. took it like mm. you yeah. you made those vows I know but look at the kids that and, and it's, oh exactly you know, this is the, yeah. my, my ex was a product of his upbringing yeah and his yeah. mum is like this meek, um, she's so, like the other day, right, I'm still in contact with his family, and I'm still in contact yeah, with his Yeah, how mom. did it go? Because you caught up yeah, with them, came, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand it. She stayed for an hour. I was oh, like, really? are you going now? Like, she hasn't seen him for like six months, and oh. she stayed for an hour. You know, like, she just, I was like, go it's take him in the park. Yeah. Was your like, family there as well? No, no, I just went and met her on my oh, own. Oh, I was going to say, maybe she felt uncomfortable or no, something. No, no, I met her on my own, but That's because odd. his brother. 
Um, he um, <laughs> basically dropped her off and then basically told her, we're going to be an hour. We'll pick you up in an hour. Oh, okay. And she's bullied by everyone. She's, yep. she, doesn't, she doesn't have any like um, inner strength because she's obviously been beaten down her whole life. It's mm. just gone. Yeah. Well, I, think, I think it hits a certain yeah, point. It's just like, and it's just gone. And yeah. an example yeah. of that was we went on holiday. She sent me a message when we got back saying, hope you had a great time in Fiji. I replied once and then she sent something else and said, like, it was really nice to see um, my son and he's such a lovely boy. And I didn't reply because, you know, life happens, shit yeah. happens. And yeah. I just, you know, got... Forgot. And then about uh, last week, I was suddenly like, God, I haven't heard from her for ages. Like, so I sent her a message. Hey, Lynn, we haven't heard from you in ages. Like, just wondering, hoping yeah. everything's okay. And she was like, I sent you a message on the 22nd of June. And I was like, oh, oh okay. She's like, Are you? and I was like, have you been waiting that long for me to reply to you? And she was like, yeah, I thought you weren't talking to me. I thought I'd annoyed you. Oh. And I was like, but because she'd been obviously gaslighted yeah. her whole life from her husband and yeah. then my ex, you know. And I'm like, no, I'm like. She's completely brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. life just happened. And I know, yeah. the thing is, I can empathise with her completely because yeah. I know how yeah. she feels. Yeah. And it's like, no, I wouldn't do that to you. Like, yeah. if you pissed me off, I would have told you. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, you can't expect me to always be the one to instigate stuff because, you know, life happens. I'm yeah. busy. Yeah. Got to, I'm looking after, you know, our yeah. son, my yeah. son, yeah. your grandson. Yeah. Plus yeah. trying to work. Plus trying to run a business. Like, yeah. life runs away. Yeah. I don't know what week is. <laughs> yeah. Just text me and say you want to Skype. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I will make time. Yeah. It's just... Honestly, it, I, I think that's, that's, a, that's a great thing for people... Even, even sort of our age and younger or older, and it depends on the experiences that you've had, but you become more straight up. Like, I am way more straight up now as a person. Yes, yeah, me too. You know, this, yeah. is, this is who I am, Same. I'm telling you who I am. Yes. If you have a problem with it, yes. tell me and we'll discuss it. I'm yes. not going to take it personally. Exactly. You know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Yes. But I can I can work around it. So yes. therefore, my kids will get invited to your parties. Yes. Do you think that cool? Do you think that's <laughs> come with age, or both. because you're a strong yeah. woman, or because of your experience? No, both. both. It's, yeah. it's um, you know, age age experience are basically the same thing. Yeah. In my mind, for these kind of conversations. No, no, but I mean, single choose. mom, single mom experience. <sighs> I was always quite straight up as a person. Um, anyway, so. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe now in the fact that I just don't have time to beat around the bush, and if I do forget to call you, just ring me and tell me. Like, yeah. And if I, I had, you know, friends of course that eventually just disappear, and you don't hear anything, so I'll ask. Yeah. No, but I think yeah, you got to. I'm like, I just need to know where I stand. If yeah. I don't stand in your circle anymore, that's fine. Yeah. But I need to know yeah. because if you ring me in six months and it's just been because you're busy versus now you've decided to speak to me again. Yeah. Like my brother stopped talking to me for a, quite a long time and I didn't even know. Because you I hadn't, you I hadn't just busy. I just yeah. thought he was just busy. My mother told me that he wasn't speaking to me and I was like, oh, it's been like eight months. Oh. And it, he, I'd said something that had offended him, so he decided he wasn't speaking oh. to me. Yeah. All he needed to do was yeah. ring me and say, pull your head in, you yeah. offended me. And I'll go, I didn't even realise I'd said it. Yeah. Because you know, this was right around when I was separating, so... You had other had, worries. Like, my was life was, was yeah. 100% more important than everything that came out of my mouth mm. towards other people. It wasn't intentional, of course. Mm. Yeah. But I just, you know... So, yeah, it's probably more, more so because being a single mum now, you just don't have the time to do it. But yeah. I also think it's so important that you do do that because we want our kids to be straight up. We yeah. want our kids to be able to say, are you not speaking to me? Why are you not speaking to me? Yeah. Mm. What did I do? And even if it's a, okay, fair enough, I can see where that would upset you. However, that is who I am as a person, so let's take that and sep go our separate ways. Yeah. Or I didn't mean to, you know, do something so completely offensive towards you and I will make make changes required. Mm. I think it's a lot, because this is my, like what I said earlier, is it because I'm older and wiser or is it because I'm a single mum now or is it because of the experience that I've been through? And I think because of what we've been through, a pers personally me, I've been to a lot of counselling sessions yeah. and you become so much wiser yeah. and you become, you know yourself yeah. and you know, um, you know how to um, communicate properly and yeah. you realise what is the wrong way to communicate because obviously you've lived through um, yeah. that. Mm. Um, 
And I think that... I've lost my train of thought. What I was going to say was really clever. Really smart, really smart, really insightful, wise. It's that education is key. Education and you're actually seeking that information. Yeah. It's understanding. So it's basically understanding your own feelings. Yep. And knowing how to communicate them and how to say to someone, okay, right, you know, either that's really upset me, but let's talk about it because I don't want to fall out with you. Yeah. I don't want to not talk to you. For, I just want, I'm just going to say it. Let's get it off my chest. Yeah. Let's talk about it and then move on. Yeah. And I think that, you know, now that I've been through what I've been through, I understand the importance of that rather than sitting there and either not talking to someone and just going, oh, I'm no, not going to talk to them again. Yeah. Yeah. Or to have someone do that to you. And you can go, hang on a minute, what have I done? Yeah. Tell me and I'll try and change it. Or, you know, not try and change it, but we can work through it. Yeah. And I think teaching your children that is very important as well. Totally. Yeah. And I, I think that all comes with personal boundaries. Yes. And I think you learn your personal yes. boundaries when you're going yes. you separate and you become a single mom because it becomes really important. Yeah. Mm. That's my boundary yeah you know, especially when you've come from sort of similar situations yeah. Yeah. that we've all come from yeah because you do lose yourself for yeah. me i think it's 100 percent because of my experience because i'm just sort of like i'm not taking any shit yes yeah. i'm not going to lose myself again yes. if i have something to say i'm going to say it exactly and if i want to know something i'll ask because that's yeah. normal that's yeah. a normal healthy mature relationship yeah. is yeah. being able to say to someone i always said that to my friend if you can find someone that you can say anything to and you don't feel judged and you yeah. don't feel like, yeah. you know, yes, okay, people get pissed off someone, so it's normal, but it's ultimately that you don't feel judged. You can say absolutely anything, yeah. like, I've got urges to murder the postman every time you deliver a letter. <laughs> but you know, like you said earlier, yes. like you said earlier, yeah. and they can go, okay, yeah. let's work through that. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> right, because you want to be able to say, that really upset me when you just come in and do that, did that. And instead of them responding with, you're being oversensitive. Yeah. Yes. Or yeah. it's just so difficult because everything affects you. Yeah. Right? yeah. It, instead of all of that and saying, go, okay, cool, why yeah. did that upset you? I'm really yeah. sorry I didn't mean that. Yeah. to upset you These, yeah. this was the background for where that comment came from yeah yeah and to be able to have that conversation yeah. is so important and and i think you know you become really aware of your boundaries because you're in this situation yeah. and you also become aware of how much you just let stuff go when you were yes. younger because you either didn't think it was important you didn't want to have the awkward conversation or really that person was just going to fly through your life and yeah. disappear anyway so you didn't create that level of urgency of this is a boundary for me but once you get to the single mom stage I think and once you get to that education stage of all the counselling and really understanding yourself I think every relationship you have to have that boundary around you yeah. you know and you need to go okay this is this is where I'm at and this is why I'm at it and this is why it's important to me because I don't want to ever go to bed at night thinking someone made me feel shit about myself yeah, yeah. ever again. It's just, it's not on. Do you think it's got a lot to do as well with the fact that when you've got a child, you know that you've always got someone. I know like this is going to sound a bit, but like, I think when I was single and I was in my late 20s and the reason why I fell into a relationship with my ex and stayed in that relationship was because I wanted to be, I wanted to have a relationship, I wanted to be loved, I wanted to have that yeah. life, right? And I basically discounted all of the warning signs to have that. Yeah. But now, ultimately, I've got, I've got my goal, I've got my baby, so therefore I don't feel alone. So therefore I'm not scared of being alone because I will never be alone because mm. I will always have my baby. He's mine. He's, you know. Yeah. yeah. Do you think of that? Because I was trying... Yeah, I, I think, I always think to myself, you know, maybe, because I never wanted to get married and have kids until um, it was actually a relationship before my ex when I realised that I did want it and then so my ex came along and it was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Um, so all of a sudden I wanted that goal, but what I really thought was important was the, um, you know, having someone love you, Yes. you know, and I'm, I feel in some ways, and it sounds a bit sick and twisted, but I'm raising those kids that are going to love me unconditionally mm. and I'm doing the same. So I'm basically having that relationship. So it's not, for, for me, it, it, I, I see it a little bit differently. Like I'm not necessarily worried about being alone. But I love the thought that when I leave this earth, there will be two people on this, you know, on the planet that actually did love me unconditionally. Mm. 
and there was no boundary around yeah. it. And that's, you know, that's what I feel like I'm, and hopefully they will take that knowledge and then move it towards someone else and, mm. you know, have a great relationship. Yeah. You know, and then I'll go, okay, well, maybe I wasn't supposed to have it. Maybe I was supposed to teach how you have it. Yeah. Because mm. not having it makes you a great teacher. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's, it's very true. Yeah. So, I think so. But I don't know. I don't. I don't feel lonely. I just wish sometimes that somebody would get up and clean the kitchen at ten o'clock at night, so I didn't have to do it. See, I'm in a bit of a different position because I'm living with my parents at the moment, so my life is fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie like it's like I was dreading it I was thinking oh my god but actually oh my god I love it yeah. <laughs> you know my mum helps me I mean I do like some of my washing but my mum also that's does amazing. some of my washing wow. that's brilliant that's, yeah. that's like, exactly what you need oh. you know you probably need a break as well it is, like, it is. for been... the next I think after a year I'll probably be like yeah, we'll be, okay you'll no, be ready. it's time now it's but, nice to yeah. be looked after sometimes nice yeah. you know like to come home from work and have your dinner ready that's there's so trait. much to say yeah. for that yeah and that's why men stay married yeah i'm, yeah. Not surpri- I'm actually not surprised because <laughs> there is actually a lot to say for that like having to not think about was cooking it. Feature the other day was it you or someone else where i was like when i grow up i want to be a husband yeah. yeah i reckon it'd be so yeah. cool i used to say that you know i, I, I don't need a partner i need a wife yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a book it's called yeah. the wife shortage and that's basically about she talks about like working women and how there's like now shortages of wives because yeah. you know yeah. women are all working as well so who's <laughs> <laughs> at home doing yeah. the vacuuming yeah. and the washing and making a nice pie yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. when yeah. I was married I was totally the wife I used to bake you know fresh chicken pies and I learned how to make Greek food I was never very good at it and now I'll probably never eat it again but yeah but I was really into doing all of those yeah. things and yeah. having a really nice home because yeah. that was that oh I want this yeah yeah and hosting that's something that I really miss actually because when I was in a relationship not with my daughter's dad I have to admit because he was very antisocial but before that when I had a a quite a good boyfriend actually um we used to host a lot parties all the time dinner parties and I do love that when you're a single mom you don't really have the chance that much you know and I suppose now a lot of my friends are single moms they can't come over to dinner parties they're gonna be at home looking after their kids (laughs) Yeah. I see it's difficult as a single mom because I have friends that come around, but then you've got you got to take an hour out to put them to bed, and then yeah. if everybody yeah. wants to help put them to bed, that's all good and well. But then you've still got the twenty minute argument of getting in and out of bed and in and out of bed, and yeah. you yeah. know that secretly you need to sit in the bedroom yeah. and just keep them there until they fall asleep. I know your friends like in the yeah. lounge. Yeah, the friends really are in you the just want to go out and have a yeah. glass of wine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you go have an awkward conversation because you you tiptoe in. Yeah. 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 And they're like, great. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fun party. We're gonna yeah. come here more often. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's, oh, it's it so will get easier as they get older, I think. Yeah. But it's like it's hard to get back into that. So if you haven't hosted and you don't see people, like I really want to do Friday night games nights and have people come around and, and do games and just have that as a consistent thing. But how do you start that when they're like eight? Like, because it's not. If it's not a flowing thing, it'd yeah. be such a pain in the butt to go up by another way. Everyone bring a friend over. Because yeah. I'd love to deal with a whole bunch of eight-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then that's then, how my hosting will now turn. But then it's like, okay, so you could get people, like if yeah. you, you've got people without kids or older kids, you can get them to come over by, like after bedtime. But then I'm like, you've got an hour of me before I need to go to bed myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so come round at nine. Yeah. Yeah. Around. Yeah. And we can't have all of those, those families and kids in the house because I'm a single parent, which yeah. means that my house is a box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I don't know. We'll get into the hang of it eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, guys, we better wrap up because I know you both got stuff to do and busy day. But thank you so much for doing this. And I really hope we can do it again one time because I wrote all these notes about things we can talk about. And it yeah. just sort of, I love just seeing where the conversation went. <laughs> Basically, I, we can all I talk the know. hind legs off a donkey. We can. <laughs> leg off a donkey. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't know we were going to be talking about murders and all that sort of no, stuff. No, no. no. I'm just never going to be a postman in your area. Yeah. <laughs> I've moved. Yeah. They don't know me now. Yeah. That's why you. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm here. Oh, I'm postman just kept getting missing. I had to change my car and everything. Um, no, no, none of that's true. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, and I'll speak to you both next time. Cool. Thanks thank for you. Bye. 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 Uh, that was so much fun and I'm really looking forward to getting the girls back for another chat. I hope you enjoyed listening to that as well. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I would absolutely love it if you could rate it in iTunes. And to do that, you just go to your podcasts app. In the bottom right hand corner, you click search. Then you type in single mother survival guide. And then the podcast episodes will come up and below that, the whole podcast. So you just click on the whole podcast cover art, Single Mother Survival Guide, and then there's a little tab for reviews. And then you can press write a review. And when you press that, it will ask you for your iTunes password, which you put in, and then you can rate it or write a review. So I'd be really appreciative if you could do that because it means that new single mums can find this podcast a lot easier and I really want them to hear it so that they don't feel alone and they can listen to all these amazing inspirational women who are absolutely killing it and you know they can too so yeah very much appreciate that and just a word of warning when you do press write a review before you submit it copy and paste it because you might have to put in your username a few times that's what happened to me the other day when I wrote a review for a different podcast that I like so um yeah thank you so much and if you want to connect with me I'm on Instagram at single mother survival guide and I'm on Facebook at single mother survival guide and if you want to join the Facebook support forum just go to my Facebook uh, just go to my um website rather I should say which is www dot single mother survival guide.com and there's a link there that will take you straight through to request to join the group and also my website you'll find all the other episodes of my podcast and my blog and how I can help you so yeah go and check it out and I will speak to you guys next week so I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll speak to you on